0: It's your boy, me, CJ, the one and only. Uh, Welcome to the Time Out Podcast. Again, if you haven't watched any of our last episodes, you should. They're pretty good. This episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the awards races and who we think we're going to win them. I definitely didn't slip up there. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Oh, and don't think we've forgotten about the ongoing situations going on in the world in terms of social justice. The NBA are doing their bit, and we want to do ours by showing you guys ways that you can help. So please go to card with two Rs.co. Thank you very much. And this time, actually, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Time Out Podcast, guys. I am your host, uh, uh, Ken, you dig it. And I'm with...
1: <laughs> and you were Davian, and I hate you, and these... <laughs> <that> you ask. <laughs> oh, no, they're,
0: they're going to get better. Ah, so, we actually haven't got anything planned today, Davian, so I'm just going to go over the NBA news. The first bits of NBA news are people coming in and out of the bubble. So, like, Zion's left for Family Matters. Yep. Is it Family Matters, or does it have anything to do with his... uh, uh, the court case thing going on?
1: (laughs) Well, they said it's for some personal reasons, so... I, I feel like... I think the court case thing's a little later, isn't it? Yeah...
0: Yeah, that's true, but they could be getting stuff ready for it. Who knows? Interesting.
1: Yeah, he's, so he'll be back before the season starts. He'll have to
0: get quarantined for a little bit, though, won't he? It's a week, I think.
1: So he'll, he's will he gone and he'll be back.
0: Mm, he'll be back a week.
1: Um, Another but player left. He's been left. given full permission as well, so it's fine. Yeah, he's
0: been given full permission. Another player left as well, but it doesn't actually say here. I know someone else left. Oh, it doesn't say. We'll, I'll probably come across it in a minute, but someone else left. Um they were given permission to leave as well for family matters as well. Um I it was a it was a. s I don't know if it was a star player or not, but it was a definitely a contributing player. But James Harden has come back. He's practicing in Orlando now. That's good for the Rockets, especially considering Russell Westbrook has coronavirus. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the
0: good thing about that is that he wasn't in the bubble, but uh, but there are people in the bubble that have it as well, like Eric Bledsoe and um, who else contracted it? Um, I don't know, but Eric Bledsoe definitely has, uh, and a, a few other players have, I think. So it's in the bubble. It's in the bubble. It's already.
1: Before a game start, it's already here. Yeah, but I think the thing with that is they knew from the start that someone would have it, which is why they did the quarantine to start with. And obviously, it's better for them to test who has it and isolate those people. Mm -hmm. So realistically, it should mean that when we come to start the season, as long as no one leaves, everyone should be free of it. Yeah. You know, should, because... The problem we've is obviously sometimes the tests, it takes, sometimes it takes about four to five days to show. So, in that yeah, time, um, you could be positive and still be going around as if you don't have it.
0: Yeah, there's other stuff as well. Like, obviously, being asymptomatic is uh, something.
1: Well, yeah, that's the main problem people have. It's the fact that a lot of people are asymptomatic. So,
0: I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, so. Unless you get the test, it's a bit like you don't know for sure. Oh, shit. You guys...
0: Yeah, it's a big surprise. On a on a positive note, Jokic has joined the Nuggets as well after his positive test.
1: On a positive That's note, me, the snitch hotline is working. Yes, yes, the snitch hotline is working.
0: <laughs> oh, uh everyone thought it was like a maybe thing. No, no, that can't be rude. it. But people are actually using it. People someone used it on Jimmy Butler. Someone used it on Jimmy Butler.
1: It used was, it on Dwight Howard. Oh, how did they use it on Dwight Howard? Um he was on Instagram live yesterday and he was like, yeah, someone told on me because he wasn't wearing a mask. Huh. So someone spotted him not wearing a mask and called the hotline wow he was a bit like whoa why are you telling on me like <laughs> he was like we're pretty much good we're getting tested every day like we're all in and around each other who's snitching so that's gonna bring up some fun things
0: well yeah but i mean if people are still getting positive tests it, like you know it, you gotta still follow the procedures who's snitching that's the whole point of the bubble
1: i just like the idea that there's an nba player in the bushes just like He's not wearing his mask. <laughs> Wasn't it. there
0: someone? Didn't someone like go to pick up like some a delivery or something? And like they picked out up of a delivery
1: and stepped outside of the um, boundaries of the bubble because they're yeah. liquid, and then got in trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I can't remember what player that was. Oh, I read that and I was like, <laughs> wow. I just imagine like a guy just like just taking like there's like a lion and he just takes a toe out and then just police and SWAT teams just <laughs> burst out. Like
1: yeah, TJ, was- TJ Warren, get back in Disneyland. It was just the idea that I remember, because when he posted it, like he apologized and then his mom tweeted like, yo, you don't leave the bubble for anyone's food, but mine. <laughs> and it made me laugh. So his mom was on Twitter. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like,
0: I'm pretty sure they um they've been inviting goals as well haven't they? I'm pretty sure that's a thing talked yes. about I know that's been talked about. John um, uh, I...
1: Holmes Sacramento Kings.
0: Oh yeah, him. He doesn't. Yeah. Oh, fun fact by the way. This is going off topic, right? I found out today, right? LeBron has nine finals appearances, right? 3 and 6,
1: yeah.
0: Right, nine nine finals appearances. Sacramento, in their history, have only had ten playoff appearances. If LeBron makes one more finals, he would have made as many finals as the Sacramento Kings would have made playoff series in yeah. the entire in their entire history.
1: That not, is just I'm not sure if that speaks to LeBron's greatness or speaks to Sacramento Kings' failures. <laughs> like, I think above. it's during that same period of time because the
0: Sacramento Ooh. Kings were good at some they're an old team. But I'm. It might. I might be wrong because I think the last time Sacramento were like a good playoff team was like early 2000s, and that was it. And before then, so it might actually be 10 all time. <laughs> I need to. Oh, that's that, that was a crazy fact. But anyway, back to the whole bubble thing. Have you seen that? I seen a video of like a bunch of players drinking beer together.
1: Oh, they've I mean, literally turned
0: it into college. They've.
1: Yeah, they've been talking about it like how it feels it like. College. Is it Kembo said so it feels like AAU? Like No,
0: no, it was Donovan Mitchell.
1: I feel like Donovan Mitchell it said it. A... Cause I...
0: It's probably a feeling a lot of them are getting.
1: It's only because I feel like I read that he said something like. Yeah, it was Kemba Walker because he was like, it feels like an AA. He said it felt like a major AAU event because he was talking about how it feels weird for him to be walking around and to just bump into LeBron. And I and I was like, well, that's quite a weird thought. Like at this point, they are pretty much only allowed to socialize with each other.
0: Even then, I have to stay a distance, innit? It's only yeah. really like during proper practices that you have like your. Uh... Your 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 uh, you know contact and that kind of stuff and even like you can't really have contact with your own team when you're uh, in your rooms and stuff, can you? So, Dame Dame dropped a song. I haven't listened to it yet, but he dropped a song. I I am not very familiar with Damian Lillard's work because I yeah, but I've heard other other NBA players rap
1: and. I'm not sure. Oh, no. Dame Dollar's different than... He's actually Dame a...
0: Dollar's different than Kevin Durant and LeBron James. No, and no, Shaquille. No, no, no. He's yeah. better.
1: Shaqave. That was actually the... Do you remember the beef they had? Shaq and Dame? No. Oh, um, when they dropped tracks, The reason those diss tracks were dropped is because the argument was over who's the best basketball rapper. So no. they went on to the Joe Budden podcast and they had Dame... and it's Ernie late. Johnson okay let's not <laughs> But no, they, um, <laughs> they had they had dame damien lillard on the park, on a podcast on the Joe podcast mm-hmm. and they asked him who he thought the they were like is he the best rapper who's also a basketballer and then he was like yes i'm way better than everyone which is when shaq was like whoa i don't think you forget about and then that's why they had that little mini weird rap beef at the start of the season it feels like it was 10 years ago but it was this season <laughs> It was this season. I thought it was a couple of years ago. No, it was the start of the season because yeah. Shaq was laughing that they would never make. It was like, it was basically telling them they wouldn't make the playoffs. And they'd be they'd do nothing this season. And all season, he was laughing every time they lost. But, you know, again, it does feel like about five years ago. But no, Dame, mm. Damien Lillard's music's actually really good. compared, to, especially compared. especially um. It's good just in general. And when you compare it to people like, you know, Swaggy Peas or Lonzo, uh, it's...
0: Oh, oh oh don't get me started on Lonzo. Yeah. Oh, it's I've actually, I actually listened to that and that was bad. The Kevin Durant and LeBron thing was actually okay. Like there were some bits I was like Mm-mm. but it was actually pretty their 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 song was actually pretty good. Um but I'll look up Dame stuff I suppose. I'll look up I'll look it up see what it sounds like. But there's a proper I swear that I say another NBA player he didn't become a rapper but he actually became a musician. I can't remember who it was. Um but yeah. That's 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 one.
1: Okay. Uh if you'd like some follow up on your um Sacramento Kings thing. Yeah. Sacramento Kings have made the ten NBA playoffs since nineteen eighty five. Since nineteen eighty five.
0: Yeah. There we go. So So since
1: they haven't made the playoffs since two
0: thousand and six. So since LeBron was born.
1: I think he was born in 1985. Uh, 2003 draft class, I think so.
0: Yeah, it was 18. Yeah, it makes sense. So about that time. So since LeBron has been he alive. He was born
1: the 30th of December, 1984. Oh. So. oh,
0: okay. So, okay. Well, it's still a crazy stat. <laughs> absolutely crazy stat.
1: Yeah, it's...
0: Yeah. They're on the up and up. The Kings are on the up and up. they got some young, nice young talent in uh, Marvin Bagley and um, Aaron Fox. But the problem is is that Memphis have a very similar duo in Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. And I think the Memphis duo are a lot better.
1: Okay, I have a question for you. Out of the 10 uh-huh. playoff appearances, how many times do you think they've lost in the first round? Mm. So the ten, I wanna
0: say seven or eight, maybe even nine. Ah, uh, no, only six. Only six, damn. Yeah. Cause I know they had the like a really good run in the early two thousands.
1: So like, in 2001, one, two thousand
0: two. Yeah. So
1: we'll go through this. Um they in their first nine eighty five ninety eighty six, they lost in the first round to the Rockets 3-0. Lost in 95-96 to the Supersonics, 3-1 first round. Then 98 99 which is the start of the actual good run, they lost in the first round to the Jazz. The next year, they lost in the first round to the Lakers. Then 2000-2001, they lost in the semifinals to the Lakers. 2001-2002, mm-hmm. they lost in the conference finals to the Lakers. 2002, 2002,
0: 2003, I'm seeing
1: a trend here. Conference semifinals to the Mavs. 2003-2004, they lost to the Timberwolves in the semifinals, and then Supersonics in the first round and Spurs in the first round. They had a good little run of, like, seven years in the playoffs. Three, four, five. So, yeah, they had eight years in the playoffs in a row. Mad. Basically, they just kept getting beaten by the Lakers in the early 2000s, and then... But since then, you know. Yikes. <laughs>
0: Still, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, I'm sure they'll get there because you know, I mean, they were close yeah, last yeah. year. Too.
0: They were, and they're close they this year. I don't chance. think they're gonna. They're not gonna do it this year. No, but but... that begs the question with Zion leaving and then having to come back. Like it, like the 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 games matter. The games matter with um with New Orleans, the regular season games, because yeah, like game they matter. could miss the playoffs. But, you know, he, he, how long does he... We don't actually know how long he's gone for, though. You said he'd be back.
1: Yeah, so they said he'd be back for the start of the season, which means I'm assuming he, he may have gone he'd for a back couple of days. And come trained. Back. Oh, okay. But then obviously he'd have to do the quarantine once he comes back, so then...
0: It'll be a, a week. So, so yeah. he'll probably gone for a couple of days, quarantine for a week, and then train with the team for a little bit. And then, you know... Try and jump
1: in. So, the, um, so what we've got here is, um, so he left for an urgent family medical matter. So that's confirmed by the Pelicans. Um, they want him to be back for the start of the 30th of July restart, but they're not sure if he'll miss any games. He'll have to quarantine again when he returns to Florida, but it could be four days. It could be it could be minimum he couldn't quarantine for four days as long as he's been tested daily while he's not while he's out of the bubble if he's tested daily and shows negative signs then it would only be four days quarantining when he comes back and that's all and then the pelicans said they're saying no more than that for respect for his family
0: mm-hmm. so
1: realistically it probably seems that if as considering it's urgent he may be gone for a few days come back and then hope to be back for the start of the season. But it'd be a big loss for them if he's caught. If he, if he misses a couple games out of that restart, it will be a big loss for them. Especially when they need be. to win big almost shots. every, they need to win a lot of They need to win most of their games when they come back.
0: They do. They have an easy schedule though, which is yeah. good. That's yeah. good for them. Um, right. So the next thing I want to talk about is something that isn't really being reported all that much because of the content of it, and that's because Woj has been suspended without pay.
1: So I saw this, and I saw everyone talking about free Woj, but I never yeah, so, do you know saw what happened? What happened?
0: Hmm. Right. So there was a senator, a U.S. senator, and he was making a comment about the the players. Doing like um, very pro uh, Black Lives Matter stuff, and okay. the senator was basically saying, "Why is it just this? Why not also pro cots or pro pro um, pro Hong? You know, pro Hong Kong stuff, like you know, more than just the Black Lives Matter stuff." Which I don't know what the specifics were. Um, that I sp- like. I think with the people in the NBA I think what was discussed with the players was the players wanted this particular movement for obvious reasons considering like it's predominantly African American league it makes sense yeah. um, we know what's happened in the past with the whole Hong Kong thing in the NBA like that is an issue <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I think the thing because is I'll... in terms of, it of Hong Kong and the NBA, it's, it was tough for the NBA because they were trying to build business relationships in China, etc. Yeah, I know. Whereas with this, it's been a case of, they're like, this it's is a relationship with here. your own players. Yes, yeah, so I feel like this is something that's happening dire- directly here, whereas, I mean, it's quite hard for the NBA to take a stance on something that's happened in a different country. That's mm-hmm. complex and got different things So
0: it... Right but the point is Right so Woj then Sent uh, An abusive email To the senator Oh I did and see basically,
1: that email. Basically like, basically I mean, he I, said Basically he said fuck you Seven letters yeah it was seven letters two words
0: <laughs> and
1: Yeah I yeah, actually I Got suspended see I think, yeah, um, for me, you know what? Uh, free my man, well, Janet, this is...
0: That well, is he, made a Twitter post. he made a Twitter post saying I was disrespectful and I made a regrettable mistake. I'm sorry for the way I handled myself. I am reaching out immediately to Senator Holy, whatever that guy, I guess that's the senator, to apologise directly. I also need to apologise to my ESPN colleagues because I know my actions were unacceptable and should not reflect on any of them. Uh,
1: I mean, okay. Let's be yeah. real here. Let's be real here. I'm going to read between the lines of what that really says. That says I want to keep my job, and someone else wrote this statement for me. Yeah, also because I wouldn't write, I wouldn't write it myself. I, you know what? He should have just doubled down. <laughs> he should have doubled down. I, know, and I was like, okay, you know what? I will write this statement because you know I have to say that I made a mistake. You know, professionalism and senders are holy, but also, you know.
0: Fuck, fuck you. I, I could
1: feel, I could really, like, why I'd have done this? I'd have written a statement and it, the first letter of every line would have been, like, F-U-C-K-Y-O-U, just so in capitals, it would have just said, fuck you on the left. And I'd have been like, Capital. I didn't realise I'd just been like, what? i oh, it spells that? I had no idea. But nah, I think this is the case of the NBA, just, you know, because he swore, and you know, it could be deemed as offensive, and, you know, he's had to just, you know, but because of the ESPN, you know, he's had to kind of Maintain professionalism But his statement though Not wrong and That's probably why so many NBA players Were tweeting to free Woj Or tweeting support for him So I saw Isaiah Thomas, Lou Williams Spencer Dinwiddie, LeBron Which was when I saw it So a lot of people were like Free Woj, he didn't actually do anything wrong That they support him so. I support it <laughs> I'm, glad see, I'm glad to see Woj back in case
0: Drop oh, a word, about one, man. I like it. I'm back in words. Um, yeah, and just before we move on to what I'm, why I've decided to make the main story today, like I've decided like five minutes ago. Um, one more thing is that um, NBA exhibi- exhibition games are starting next week, but they aren't playing like a full 48 minutes. Like they they're, they're going to be doing 10 minute quarters which is good I want to
1: see I want to see them maintain social distancing while guarding, so it actually looks like an all-star game it's So like, Houston, oh. Ro-
0: Houston Rockets defense
1: is. oh yeah yeah, that's what I mean yeah that's a like maintain Rockets three defense. steps from your opponent barely put a hand up look that Tony said himself <laughs> like he <who> knows <laughs> the defense is bad yeah he does and it's, it's hilarious because <laughs> I've never seen a, this is the first time I've ever seen a coach Mock his own team's defense. Like most of them stick up, with him. like actually we work harder than you'd see. But he really said, "Oh no, our defense is whack." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Oh. I mean, they've got they've got a good defensive coordinator, and it was a lot better with Chris Paul. But yeah, well, they've gone completely small ball now. So we'll see how that worked. That's worked well for them in all fairness. Yeah. yeah, but and they man, they Tony, have a shot. They man, have a man, shot. Westbrook actually. Sense. So I actually. After I went on my off-ball off-ball yeah. Yep. I actually like looked into what Russell Westbrook's been into and ever since they changed to small ball, Russell Westbrook has been playing off-ball a lot more. Um, but I think it should be the other way around. I think yeah, James Harden should say. be off-ball because he's got better true shooting and stuff. Yeah, plus but, if anything, yeah. I'd
1: rather Westbrook has the ball in his hands where he can drive and, you know, Mm-hmm. Kick, kick it, it out then on. Then... yeah so there's... but I'm still not so, getting rid of the fact that Dan Tony said that his defence do guard as if they are socially distancing anyway so they have to do no adjustments that is probably the best thing that's been said since since his whole quarantine started 2000 years ago mm-hmm.
0: right so and the next piece of uh, news which is going to lead me into uh, what we're probably going to talk about for the next hour is, um, so Frank Vogel says that LeBron should win MVP and nobody impacts winning like LeBron does. And I will get your thoughts on that later. He said like half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, we're going to... We're going se- to segue that into the NBA season awards because we've just been told that uh, the regular season through March 11th is when they're going to be basing. The um, the uh, league awards on. So anything that from now onwards is just null and void. It's everything that was laid out on March the eleventh. It's a shame. It's I a th- it's a shame. How, like yeah, we'll get our initial feelings on that. Like how do you feel about like that?
1: I mean, I I feel like if you're gonna do a reg- an MVP and it's for a season and it's still part of the season. Then, Mm -hmm. you know, it should contain the whole season I get that some teams aren't, you know, playing, etc But realistically, was any one of them going to be MVP? Like, so, like, my initial thoughts are It's a bit of a shame It would have been nice to see Like, okay, you did well in the first 73 And then let's see who also can do well in This bubble regular season And at least have something to talk about And, you know, it would have been nice to see Because I think Especially with considering that the MVP you know the, most of the races are coming down to like, you know, is it Giannis or LeBron? It'd been nice to have those last eight games where, you know basically Especially when LeBron
0: LeBron was uh LeBron was like on that like last MVP push.
1: Yeah. He was on the, the momentum was on, he beat the Clippers and the books in two days, was it? Yeah. And at that point, like i to me, they were I was really, I was like, I don't know who's going to take this. And to be honest, like, initially, my first thought was the Lakers were going to try and push the books for number one overall. And if they did that, I really was leaning towards the Goat James. But, yeah, it's it's a weird one. But everything about this season has been weird. So it's like, what now?
0: Yeah. So... I think we should go over who we want for the awards. So do you know who the award, what awards are going to be? Like what different awards? Yes. Well, obviously there's MVP, but carry on.
1: Uh, Most improved DP, defense player of the year. Yep. There's also a Davian Clark award. Which to bear every year? Why? Oh, you didn't know that no, he's because he's my guy. That's he needs an award.
0: <laughs> he needs he needs an award. Why? Why is he
1: getting an award? Hmm. But now you got Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Did I miss any?
0: Uh, there's actually Executive of the Year, but oh, no, no, I don't. don't no, really much. want. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no one wants to talk about oh, that.
1: Um Six man of the year as well, yes,
0: that's right. Six man of the year, that's a very or, interesting or, one,
1: as I call it. The Lou Williams award.
0: Oh, well, it was the Jamal Crawford award until he was out of the
1: league, yeah, but for now, it's the Lou Williams award, like just the
0: <laughs> and then I think, and then obviously, your, your last one's your MVP. All right, okay. Right, so we'll go over we'll go over each one of them. I literally just did that, so I I did that so I could kill time just to see, just to get up the stats of last year. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> you tested me see? just for the sake of got me remembering. It was like, okay, <laughs>
0: what do people win that he's an MVP again? Yeah, I started writing down executive of the year. Like, I don't care about this enough, but I don't want to do that. Okay, okay right. I don't want to do that. Right. My so we'll look at ever. so so up to March eleventh, coach of the year. Last year it was Mike Budenholzer for the Milwaukee Bucks with a sixty and twenty two record at that time. Who would you have as your uh, <sighs> as your um, coach of the year this year? I know who I'd have as mine, but yeah.
1: I'm trying hard I'm to think, to think to if it's anyone but Frank Vogel for me. Like, uh, oh, yeah,
0: I, the mine's not Frank Vogel.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like for me, yeah, Frank Vogel. I think the way, I think the way he's transformed the of the Lakers' defense, and the way they have played this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, I feel like in terms of coaches, he's he's probably gonna win it. I feel like. Especially the way they especially the way they finished the season, well, we're finishing the season, mm-hmm. and number one in the West, I, I think it will come mm-hmm. down to him or the That's valid. guy. I can't say the name of the guy. You can't say the name. of. I can't say the um coach's name. Mike Budenholzer. He's not mine either. No, but I can't say it. Budenholzer. <laughs> it it yeah. comes up. Budweiser. I can't. Budweiser. But yeah, Chris. Budweiser. So who is your coach of the year?
0: Um, I'm going to go with Nick Nurse. I'm gonna go with Nick Ooh. Nurse because after winning the title and then like you know having <laughs> obstacle after obstacle thrown at Toronto to slow down the coaching, you know, getting rid of Kauai, um, uh that kind of stuff, injured rotation players. Uh, they're still they're second in the East. They're on a 46-18 and record. That's good enough for second right now. And he's done an exceptional job in keeping these guys up and making them competitive. And he's probably a big reason why Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Van Fleet are having amazing seasons, particularly Pascal Siakam, which I will go to him later for another award for for me anyway. Well, we'll see. I'll talk about him in one of them. But I'd go with Nick Nurse because no one expected them to be in the position that they were. And with all this stuff that's happened to him, losing Kawhi, uh, the injuries, he's done exceptionally well. Yes, so yeah. So I'm going with I'm going with Nick Nurse. I think Frank Vogel. I wouldn't be surprised if Frank Vogel won, but I think Nick Nurse is more deserving of it.
1: For Me, I think the reason I don't automatically go to him is because in my mind. I didn't. I kind of expected Toronto to still do well, so in my mind it hasn't been that. But it's we'll see.
0: Look, people expected Lakers to do well. You've got LeBron and AD. If you don't do well, you're doing something wrong. I
1: think. I think in terms of, I think for me it was more the way they've got the whole squad in terms of, a usage and especially the way their defense has changed. Like, it's been. It's been quite good. It's been fun to watch LeBron actually defend because, especially after last year, where Kuzma had to push him into position. From to... mm. anyway, not a point. <laughs> Next to the... that was so annoying.
0: No, 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 no. We'll we'll, we'll carry on with the coach of a year. Like who who else do you think like could have not an... like we've I've said mine. You said yours, but is there like a dark horse that you could say deserves? being in the discussion for coach of the year. Not maybe not win it, but deserves to be, you know, talked about.
1: Um I've got I've actually got a few that I deserve to be talked about. Okay, so definitely not Philly. <laughs> Just cut him out. Um uh, definitely
0: not Chicago. Can't
1: remember his name but maybe the Utah Jazz coach. Oh who is coaching him now? Scott Schneider i like, think maybe him maybe not like
0: there's a couple where uh see i i wouldn't go with dark i wouldn't go with i wouldn't go with dark um i both of mine are out east my dark horses both of mine are out east God, brad, brad stevens with boston like the resurgence of <laughs> boston being able to fit kember in and uh
1: Obviously Eric Spolstra. Yeah, okay, I saw that coming. I knew that was coming for the whole time. Uh,
0: but... uh, I mean, come on. It's the same reason with Toronto, where no one expected him to do well, but he's made a system and that system works. And it always works. Miami always competes. Uh, yeah. Like since LeBron left, like they've they've still been in the contention to make the playoffs and either made yeah. them or only just
1: I missed I them. I have a so. real issue with the um, season awards, not including the playoffs it feels weird to be like okay you like i feel like the players should have their own separate awards but then that's that feels like too much i get you got the finals mvp but in terms of mvp for the whole season and now we do them after like it's (laughs) it feels weird to be like okay you know coach of the year like i kind of want to say coach of the year and it includes what you did in the playoffs just to see because that's probably when you know things matter the most so let's say Miami go on a well, no, it does, it does,
0: it does matter. It does matter the most, and that's why winning the championship would be the award. Like yeah. you know, nothing uh, else matters. And I, I, think you know, focusing on trying to win an award rather than a championship during the playoffs is a bad thing. It's a bad thing to get in your head.
1: Yeah, but in I terms think. of, but the thing is, realistically, in is what realistically, you probably just, you're probably not focused on that. You're focused on winning the game, but in theory. So let's say you have a you have a coach who does well in the playoffs. It may be nice for them to be like, you know, <laughs> okay. Like let's say Mammy go on the run. she wins coach of the year. In terms of boosting his own stock, in terms of his own like financial money, etc. Like it might be nice for them to say, look, I'm four time coach of the year, etc. Do this or whatever. Like it's, it's one you, of them that I just feel like sometimes I, realize, I wonder why it doesn't include that, especially when you like the whole season builds up to now and you're like. I want to see who coach who coach of the year is through the playoff runs when they have to do these things. Like,
0: when like the things, I think probably going to look Most. best
1: in the playoffs when you know he does weird tactical things and everyone.
0: Oh yeah, I can't wait for those playoffs to come in. Eric Boucher is going to show how how, like I remember watching him like in 2008 as like a sophomore, like a very young coach, and like he's grown into. Like one of the most respected coaches. Like he's up there with, he's like up there with Popovich in terms of coaches around the NBA that are just respected. Him, Doc Rivers. Um, yeah. not really much else. I'd I put my D'Antoni in there, but no one really gives a shit about him. Yeah. In all fairness, at uh, his New York stint was a bit kind of dampen that, but um,
1: about New York is just damp.
0: That's- yeah, yeah, right. And next award, then, uh, Davian, uh, we will go to the most improved player. So last year's most improved player was Pascal Siakam. Uh, Who who would you have as your most improved player this year? There are a list of, I've got three that I'd put, I'd have, there's three that I could see winning this.
1: Okay, you go first. I'm trying
0: to. You want You want me to know my winner, or my, I'll go. I'll go with the one winner. that I want to win. Winner. My, my winner would be Bam Adebayo. He's a first He made his first All Star appearance this year. He's 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 made an amazing duo with uh, Jimmy Butler. Um, instead of like acquiring another star, we just have another star, and it's it's been in the making for a while. Like when Whiteside left, he's really stepped up and he's improved his game. He's an amazing defender, especially against like Giannis. He's like, he's versatile. He's improved his passing this year. He's gotten a few, he got a few triple doubles. Maybe he got at least one this year. Um, But he's been absolutely amazing and he deserves most improved player. I, I believe. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if someone else won it. And I have two other people, but I'll ask you what who your winner is because it might be one of them.
1: So for me, I feel like mine are more weight on who I've been watching a lot this season. Mm-hmm. So for me, probably Brandon Ingram. Oh, that was one of one. Yeah, that was one of mine. Joe yeah, Ch- Chris like, Slenderman. I feel like out of them two, I them too, considering what I watched the season, like Brandon Ingram, especially considering, considering you know how he was when he was on the Lakers, and um, mm-hmm. he's stepped up a lot. Especially there was a time when Lonzo was out, Zion wasn't playing, and it was left on him to basically be the first option, and he was doing really well, dropping a lot of points. And I think Chris Paul at OKC okay, so has really helped shake Chris Alexander as well. Yeah, so,
0: well, he he was he was an all star this year, wasn't he? Yes. So I think fam, was, yeah. he's also fifteenth.
1: He's in fifteenth in scoring this season, leaders. This season feels like it was two to three years ago. <laughs> I tried to remember back to the all star break and I must.
0: His. I'm just looking at his like a, a few of his stats. Um, he's got a better three point percentage than uh, Irving and Lillard, Ooh. which is really get, good. Yeah, I think it's. I agree
1: you pick a bam. I, I so want expected. it to I want no. it to clown it <laughs> for being like, you know, you pick the heat, whatever, but Yeah, but there's
0: precedence with this. There's precedence. But,
1: no, but, but realistically, he probably has been it's probably for me, it's like top two or three. Like mm. I feel like the way he's improved this year and really he's I don't know if it's you know Butler's influence or whether everything's just fitted for him this year, but he really has looked Confident, and you know, he's looked like an absolute baller this year.
0: I think Butler has really elevated him because he, I think, Bam is exactly the type of player that Jimmy Butler wants to play with, and he's just elevated. Like, I feel like that's what's happened with the Miami Heat in general. Like, Miami, like, Pat Riley has gotten these players together, and Jimmy Butler is the prototype, like, he is a, a Pat Riley player, and he is it's when you surround people by with a culture in that way they're just gonna help each other right like kyrie irving would not survive i don't think at all
1: i think the way to describe miami is for jimmy butler miami is what he wanted minnesota to be pretty much it's young talent coach and everyone's fired and hungry and wants to win even even philly even what he wished philly was Because I think think Minnesota was more that because oh, 100 traded to Philly, and obviously he was making the best of you know, whatever situation. The -hmm. Minnesota, I really feel that when he went there and he looked around and he saw you know, Carl Anthony Town, he turned them
0: around, he turned that franchise around. They when he was playing, they got up to fourth in the West, and then he got injured, and they ended up being the eighth seed. Like, that's how.
1: That's how much of an impact Jim's got. The thing is, I think like he looked. I feel like he looked around when they had done that drop, and I thought that's when he was like, "You guys don't want this as much as I do." Whereas Mm -hmm. with the Heat, they are the team where it is high intensity, and you have to want it to be there. Like you have to. It's a culture. It's the whole thing is a culture, and if you don't fit that culture, then you know it doesn't matter how good you are, you might not make like. (laughs) And obviously, like you said, with like certain players, they certain players may be amazing, but may not fit with the heat. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great thing. That's a and I think for Butler, that's why he's probably having his best time. Like he said this openly, like Mm -hmm. he loves playing with these guys. Like this is it feels like his team, which I don't think he's had for ages. So I think Bam is a big part of that. Like I feel like he's he's up his level to meet Jimmy Butler instead of Jimmy Butler having to try and drag them up, which which is,
0: which is why he's deserving of improved most improved player. So but there, is, there is one, right? For the first time ever. Oh, God. I'm a repeat. Keep... A, re- a repeat. A repeat. You see, I thought this... Pascal Siakam. Because guess... Pascal Siakam was only on 16 points. And then now this year he's upped it again to 23. He's a an all star. He's border. He's he's borderline superstar. I won't say. Um, I won't say he's an elite, an elite player. But he's. But the, he's a, he's borderline. He's like in between all star and superstar right now. Yeah. He. I think he needs a little bit more. A little bit more. Need to be proven a bit more, especially yeah. in the playoffs on his own. But he's he he's. Jumped up again. And I would not... I think if he won it again, I would not be surprised and he would deserve it. Has
1: so anyone ever won back-to-back most improved? No. No. Because geez, you so improve I mean, and then I mean, you stay at that level or when you when go you say, back. So you when don't. You said, when you said, oh, who you think is going to win most improved player? My first thought was Siakam and then you said he won it last year and I went, can you give it to him twice? And like, my first can thought... Can you give it again? Because the thing is, when I looked at like, when I think of Toronto... Like, I look at him and I'm like, you are... Like, the, re- the way you've improved is the reason why Toronto didn't drop off. They like, technically
0: have a better record at this point of the season than they did when they had what Kawhi. you think about Kawhi
1: last season? Okay, let's be real. He did the whole low manage. He did... He drops out of a lot of games and he probably disrupted the rhythm a lot. And mm-hmm. obviously, he came alive in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. think he also needed Siakam... Like it wasn't. I think a lot of people looked at the oh, well, Kawhi came and won the championship, but the reality is, he didn't do that alone. And Siakam was there for a the lot of big moments, and now the Kawhi's gone, and he stepped up into that and said, like, I can lead this team and I'll be number one and do this, and he's taken another step. Mm-hmm. So like, you've looked at, if you look at him, two seasons ago to where he's now, it's t- two different players completely, and it's really good to see. And he's probably the reason why Toronto haven't really missed why they actually are improving as a team. Well, it actually would have been insane if Kawhi had stayed there this year and Siakam had improved so much; it'd have been
0: oh, easily, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. So, if you got anyone else you want to mention in the most improved conversation, um, so your pick was Brandon Ingram, mine was Bam, and we've got a uh, and we got like Pascal Siakam. SGA. I feel like that would be that rounds it out a bit. I don't can't see anyone else really being in that conversation. Um, speaking of no one else really being in that conversation, the next one we can talk about is the defensive player of the year. Do you want to start on this one? I started on the last one. I've only really got one player in mind, maybe two, but definitely one.
1: Go on. I'm, I'm just sitting there again, thinking if there's any, I mean, Rudy Gobert did just defend the whole league. But that's different. Um, I think for me, probably honest, the way it was this year, like, like the Milwaukee, the way the Milwaukee books defense has been this year, like the amount of points they have like, like I, I've been watching games where he's just been swatting and killing everyone, defending on the perimeter. Like, I I just I have a, I just feel like he's the one who's going to win it. Like I don't think there's anyone really, unless No, because obviously this is, it doesn't count the season. So yeah, it's pro- for me, Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. I
0: was going to go with Giannis as well. Um, look, he they are eight points better off than they are with him. Yeah, I don't, Than they are without him. I don't think like they had, but there was top defense in the league. Their points um, allowed
1: with Giannis is insane. Like it's like he, he's um, third he, in
0: defensive rebounding and first in defensive rating as a player and first in defensive win shares.
1: Ooh, and
0: nice. first in defensive plus minus. Yeah. See, like, That's I'm, Giannis.
1: I'm sitting there and I was trying to think like okay, if Giannis is first, I'm trying to think who's second or third for me. But he does feel like he feels like a step well, with with his l- length, like one whole step away from everyone in terms of defense. Mm-hmm. It's probably because it feels way that. ahead of everyone. I think he's made that think, step. Yeah, I think Kawhi would have been up there if he, you know, actually played more games this season. And you know, like you know that Kawhi, oh. Kawhi will turn it on in the playoffs when he needs to, mm-hmm. whereas Giannis has been doing it consistently.
0: Yeah, I I would have picked Giannis, but I think oh. worth having a conversation about is obviously you mentioned Rudy Gobert. He's eighth in defensive rating, second in defensive win shares, sixth in the defensive plus minus, and fifth in blocks in game in oh, yeah. the I mean, game. I
1: about him, but as a defender, he has been a great and the world season. I mean, and he does help his um, team. I mean, he may have ended the whole season for a bit. At some point. It was gonna end anyway. I mean <laughs> Yeah, but I just uh, like the idea that he caused it. <laughs> like I just like the idea that I just like the idea that he did that one joke and then they did that spider map of the league saying, like, look at everything. And I'm like, yeah. And my first thought when they said Rudy Gobert had Corona was like, I was like, oh, wow. The one person you don't want to have it is an amazing defender. Mm-hmm. So my first thought was if James Harden had it, I think only one other person would have it. With Rudy Gobert, I was like, everyone he defends, might like, like, like he's reading. Really in So I was like, so as much as I joke on him, he is a great defender. And like, if he won, I wouldn't be shocked. But I find I thought it'd be hard for not to give to Hmm.
0: Well, uh, it won't. I. It, yeah, I don't see it not being Giannis. I think AD is another player that's probably worth mentioning as well. Oh, it, yeah. he's done really well defensively on a new team.
1: Uh, you know what I feel? Um, I feel, I feel better for AD overall because I feel like he. So, like, especially when you get to later conversations about like MVP, etc. Like, I feel like. He's his season has been kind of understated in terms of what he's actually done. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, purely because he's on the LeBron team, everyone's like, "Well, look what LeBron's doing." But he's like, he's been good defensively, been good offensively. Mm-hmm. And any other team, he might have been, you know, in the race for that. But I just don't think people talk about it enough. I feel like I feel like he's taking for granted everything he does. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it.
0: Yeah. Right. Next one um, is probably going to be one of the controversial. Rounds. I know oh, what it is. No, no, no. <laughs> it's rookie it's of, the rookie of yeah. the year. Yeah. Rookie of the year. Right. Who won it last year? Um, uh, It
1: was. Ben Simmons. I was going to say Ben Simmons. <laughs>
0: Because because the thing is, I googled it
1: and it actually it
0: doesn't show last year. <laughs> it shows it shows Ben Simmons, but it was Luka Donc. he yeah. was Luka Doncic. I I remember it. I remember it was Luka. Um. So yeah. Um. I I'll, I'll, I'll go first with this one. <laughs> I, I think, I think it's less of a contest than what people are making it. I think it needs to be Jean Morant, who is. who ranks in – I'm going to say right now that Zion's 19 games just disqualifies him from this conversation. He's had – he's played in less games than Joel Embiid did for the Philadelphia 76ers did when he was doing in the Rookie of the Year race. And Malcolm Brogdon ended up winning it despite despite Joel Embiid getting far superior numbers, right? He's played less games than him, right? So I'm disqualifying Zion Williamson from this. If, he, if this season had carried on, maybe. But even then, there's still a question mark. I think out of all my qualified rookies, Ja Morant is the winner because he ranks first in scoring amongst qualified rookies with 17 and a half. First in a six with nearly seven first in usage percentage, second in value over replacement player, third in win shares, sixth in field goal percentage. And he's took the Memphis Grizzlies into potentially the playoffs. Uh, like, yeah. And he's he's got a very good tandem going on with um, Jared Jackson Jr. And he's really stepped up as a leader and he's led this Grizzlies team to a playoffs. And he's done it. All season, which is
1: mad.
0: It's done it all season. I love Ja Morant. I love his game. Um, yeah, I think Ja Morant is the rookie of the year. What do you think, David?
1: I. Uh... Hmm. <laughs> I, I want to. <laughs> okay, hear me out. I want. I'm probably going to say something. You know, in terms of you know, he said it could be quite controversial. One. For me, Zion isn't even second in the race. Is that because of the lack of? of... Well, it's lack of games, and I feel like. Who? Okay, I he's not even fur
0: He's not even second. Okay, so give me, for give me... me your winner, and then give me your second place. So
1: for me, I think it's almost impossible not to give it to Jamal. Purely because of the way he set up the season, for me, second is Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, I was going to say Kendrick Nunn. No. I think he's done really well. He's done really well. I think for me, the reason why I... so I'm not going to disqualify Zion and say he doesn't... But for me, I feel like a lot of the... Ma- a lot of the Let's be real. A lot of the matches that Zion was doing well in, a lot of them became showcase matches where New Orleans were basically just giving him the ball and it didn't matter whether they won or lost because all they want to see is, oh, look, Zion's doing this. Zion's doing like, He became a spectacle... And yes, he played the 19 Mm. games. And obviously he did have the injuries to start with. But when you're looking at this, this has to be over the whole season. This has to be, if you take the rookie out of the team, who's like, it's literally the MVP of the rookies, who is the most affected by if the player's not there. And that's John Moran. And I think Kendrick Nunn has done enough to be second. I feel like, especially the way he's integrated into that heat team, like over the whole season,
0: well, I mean, over the sixty-two games, he's averaged uh, fifteen and a half points on forty-five percent shooting, almost forty percent uh, from three. He's an undrafted rookie, and he like he could he could drop twenty that, that's or more the, that's on any given thing. night.
1: The part of the thing is, it's when I look at rookies of the year, I also look at where they what they do compared to what is expected of them. Mm-hmm. And this was expected of Zion I don't mm-hmm. really think Zion's done anything that incredible In the 19 games he's been in In the middle of the season I think he did exactly what we expected of him It was the It's the same body I'm more interested to see Zion now Now he's had that three months Where he's clearly got into shape, got cut And you know, maybe more athletic Or more, you know But nothing he did like, in the first couple of games, like, what was he really doing? Just, like, ripping the ball out of people's hands. We expected that. We know what he can be. Whereas, I had no expectations of Kendrick none at the start of the season.
0: No, no. I
1: said, I was, he was just, for me, was just, <laughs> like. Did you did you not hear what I just said? N- you said none, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard it and tried to ignore it. I was like, I don't know if he meant to do that on purpose. but I, I won't
0: I, let you do that. <sighs>
1: But yeah, so I had no expectations of Kendrick none. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's so when you look at it like that, like and what he should have done, like realistically, if he came in and gave you two or three points a night, I'm sure people would have been like, Well, that's you know what we'd expect. He's come in and he's he's really mm-hmm. helped this team. He's been an option and he like he performs his role well. Like in terms of the whole season, it doesn't matter how great the the Zion highlights are. Mm-hmm. Compared to Kendrick Nunn's season, I feel like if it's a race, it really should be Morant versus Nunn, not Rand versus Zion. I think the Zion thing is really pushed because he's a headline grabber. He's well,
0: strong. yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about Zion for a minute. So in oh, he's very small sample size of nine games. He's averaged about twenty four points, which is really good for a rookie. Seven rebounds, and his field goal percentage is like nearly sixty percent. So, like, he's done really well. Those are rookie of the year numbers, but the fact that he's only played 19 games yeah, is that's an issue.
1: The consistency that really costs him here. And the reality is, like, a lot of those games where he was playing, it was like, Oh just give it to Zion. Let's everyone, just give the ball to Zion. And Like, a lot of the times, like, that's, like, he became the... When he played for New Orleans, like, he basically became the first option just because people wanted to see him with the ball, which he did well. So, obviously, you have to, like, convert these chances you get, like... It's not easy, but over that short, like had he done this all season, then we'd both be sitting here saying it's obviously Zion. Like, yeah. you'd probably be able to, you'd argue for for Morant, and you'd be like, maybe, like, what if he's like, he's the yeah. one he's got. But in reality, you'd say every stat would say twenty-four points, this, that, that, and all the highlights on top of that.
0: I, I reckon, I reckon if Zion had stayed. Uh, if if the if the season had resumed as normal and Zion had played the rest out, played the rest of the games out, and they made the playoffs over Memphis, I reckon Zion would have won.
1: So I think, yeah, I agree. With and that. I,
0: I, I, and I would be hard pressed to deny him that. I think had the season continued, and he got, to, I still would, but I'd be hard pressed to uh, do had it. Had he got
1: to, he would have been like thirty games. Like he would have reached, it would have been about yes, Around mm-hmm. there, you could probably say, "Okay, he did half a season, nearly half."
0: But so I, I, so I think you, you could, need to I, at least to have done a half a season to two. Uh,
1: you, you could argue part of this race. Yeah, you could argue. Okay, at thirty-ish, he's done pretty much half a season, which means then you could say, but "Okay, you, he did it for half a season." It's not his before he got injured, and then it will probably. But when you're only looking at nineteen, it's like, "Well, you've mm-hmm. done you've done a quarter of the games." John Moran has like.
0: But I also, think, you look at his impact on those games and like how New Orleans started on an 8 and 22 record, and like with the combined efforts of, of, um, of um, Brandon Ingram and himself, like they've yeah. made it to a playoff push. And it's like,
1: yeah. Oof. Plus, I mean, yeah, I think, but the thing is, with, I think when you look at like, Memphis, you look at John, you're like, okay, like, what does he have in random in terms of pieces? and you kind of have, you can't, you say, oh, you got this guy, this guy. When you look at New Orleans, Brandon Ingram went on a, on a run once, when Lonzo was out. And then you've got Lonzo back in the team. And obviously that pair between Lonzo and Zion really, oh, will get, great, yeah. really will great, get Zion a lot of easy buckets in terms of, like if, he, if they wanted to stack pad, Lonzo can just throw that ball into Zion and let Zion just body ball and go up. That's like that team is built. That team is built for Zion to do well.
0: Oh, Oh, it is. It's like designed,
1: like with all the talent he has around him. Whereas obviously for John Jarman, it's been quite hard for him, and he's had to do a lot. He's had to be a leader in his first season, which he has, and he's done a
0: really good job of it. Yeah. Um, I, there is one other person I want to mention when it comes to the Rookie of the Year talk, and it's Kobe White. Um, he started off slow, um, but uh, over the last week, he was like averaging like over 20 points, nearly 25, nearly like just over 20 points. And he was doing that on the regular with like six assists a game. Um, He was on a hot streak, Uh, but obviously he plays with the Chicago Bulls and like they're not getting their wins. He he did really well and he's been the best scoring rookie. He was the best scoring rookie from the all-star break, other than Zion Williamson, of course, who was – he was almost shooting uh, twenty five a game. So I think Kobe White is like worth talking about in this conversation, but obviously it's only lately he's been on a hot streak. Players like Jean Morant and Kendrick Nunn have been a lot more consistent. But yeah. I thought you were
1: gonna say Tyler like I was not...
0: I you know how like it's hard, <laughs> but there's also like I think RJ Barrett has played really well over the, like near the end. Like he's done a lot better than he did to start with. And also Rui Hachimura. And then I'd probably say Tyler Hero. It hurts, but I didn't want to, I like, I, I'm, i I, I
1: wanted to mention him, but I mean, uh, to, fair, White a, to be fair, worth two months ago, he said himself, I think it was two months ago. I remember reading it. He said that had he not got injured, he thinks he would have been one or two in the rookie of the year. Because I mean, he's, He was confident in his own abilities, too. I feel like he felt when he started the season. Yeah, man. I I I reckon he would have
0: been up there. I reckon he would have been up there. All right. So, uh, let's look at our penultimate one. Let's look at our sixth man of the year. So, who won it last year? I'll go first. Lou Williams won it last year. Yeah. So, So... You go first.
1: So my sixth man of the year is Lou Williams again because it's his award. I feel like he lives for this award, and he is the he is the sixth man. That's it. I'm done. But it's his award. I just. It's. it's I feel like he doesn't. I feel like I feel like if he's offered a starting position, he will be like, no, let me start on the bench. <laughs> I'm gonna win my award and retain it. Yeah. Also, yeah. Seriously, like he has had a good. Like, obviously, he's as, as to be fair. Like, he he's had a really good season with the Clippers as well. Like, he's averaged he almost his,
0: nineteen points with six assists.
1: And he's he's one of them players who, when he's on, when he's on, and he comes off that bench, he gives you that spark. And he's given, like, especially the first game of the season when the Clippers beat the Lakers. It was from then when the game was even, and then. Obviously, you know, on comes your bench players and Lewis Williams, He just go, he went off, and that's what the Clippers need from him. Like he does mm-hmm. that well. Like he comes on, he keeps up the intensity. He'll drop your points. Like he's nineteen points, nineteen points a game this season. Then mm-hmm. that's like, it's it's those stats that push him towards that every year. He's won it two years in a row.
0: It's it's I honestly, it's his award to lose every year.
1: He's, he's, has he obviously won it like three or four times now? Oh, I can't remember. Too many times. He's won it three times. I may times. as well
0: just change it to the Lou Williams he's
1: won award. It, he's, won it three, he's won it three times. He's won it I know, 15 for the Raptors, and then 17, 18, and 18, 19 for the Clippers.
0: Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, Jamal Crawford won two of them with the Clippers as well, which is so, amazing.
1: Yeah, It's. it goes Crawford, Williams, Crawford, Gordon, Williams, Williams.
0: Right. Um. So my pick would have been Williams as well. But I think worth talking about is the Clippers have pretty much uh, um, the pick of the bunch when it comes to six men because they've got Montrez Harrell as well, which is worth talking about, who is also scoring off the bench with almost 19 points a night. And like oh, Williams players. can attack on the perimeter um, and Harrell gets the easiest shot. So I think Lou works, works harder for his shot. Yeah I think but I think I think, Harrell, Montrez, I think if you could do co sixth man of the year it would be to these guys.
1: Yeah we'll just send it to the bench. Like yeah the sixth man of the year is the clippers who've just bit they've taken everybody so here you go Harrell. Yeah. and They've been amazing. Like it especially
0: when you got players like Kwai Leonard and Paul George because you know they're going to want resting quite a lot. Because not just Kawhi, See, but Paul
1: yeah, say, That may inflate. That may inflate some of their points for game figures a bit, purely for the fact that Kawhi and George have missed so many games and have had to start. But still, they've been able to come in and do that. And obviously, I feel like as a sixth man, it's... well,
0: I haven't started. These guys don't start, but other players will start. But they've yeah, obviously they've had, had more. They'll have more teams. minutes.
1: Yeah, and I've, although it was funny watching um, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> It was funny watching LeBron work to get Lou Will on the screen on the um on the defensive matchup every time. That's was of so that's my favorite thing about that last matchup. <laughs> they were just attacking him, which was, I felt bad for him. Like every time yeah, you he was got, like, he was oh, like, who's got Lou Will? Come here, screen. <laughs> so, like it didn't matter who was my LeBron. Was like you, come here, screen, and then he just got on Lou Will, and I'm like, he's gonna just drive past you to the. <laughs> he t- yeah. Every time he was like, and gone mm-hmm. dunk. I'm like, ugh, yeah, man, you tried. <laughs>
0: Well that's that's it. That's how they know that's how they're gonna try and match up next time and oh, he's they, gonna pick the weaker defender. Are gonna, yeah. That's gonna, how you do
1: it. He's gonna pick the weaker defender. It's LeBron, he knows what he's doing. He'll pick the weaker defender, try and get those screens, get them adjustments, and the Clippers are really gonna have to just throw their bodies at LeBron and hope they can slow like that's the thing, like there was a there was a little run where the finals MVP was the guy wasn't the guy who scored the most points. It was the guy who stopped LeBron, <laughs> like stopped LeBron scoring like forty every night. Like oh, he only scored twenty nine. His MV yeah, final so MVP. Yeah, so Kawhi won it in
0: two thousand fourteen, and Iggy. in two thousand and fifteen it was Iggy.
1: Yeah, like it was like and then oh, two
0: thousand and sixteen you- it was LeBron, and then 17, eight seventeen eighteen uh, was uh, KD, Iggy. and then nineteen Iggy. was. Kawhi, Kawhi
1: again. Yeah, like that That little Ka- Kawhi he was like, you he only got 25 points this time. Here you go. Here's a MVP. I was like, Here, whoa. Here's finals he MVP. <laughs> but yeah. um, So yeah, I think that clip was bench. There, it's a real quick, yeah. like, the way they built their team, it's built to win a title. It is. Title it is. They've got the strongest bench, uh, in my like, opinion. They have it's the strongest. Strong one
0: of the strongest
1: benches. the strongest squad. Whether that... Basically, at the end of the season, we're going to... Have a there's gonna be a conversation at the end of this NBA Finals and it's either gonna be Oh, here's why the Clippers were successful because they built this whole squad or it's how did the Clippers have this whole squad and not win? It's gonna mm. be one or the other, it's gonna be a big conversation either way, which
0: Wait, like, getting build- back on get getting back on track with the sick man thing. Is there anyone else you wanna talk about? Um I don't know really. I feel like I wanna mention Dennis Schroeder for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like he is consistently in this kind of conversation as well. Like he's one of those energy guys coming off the bench. I feel like that's his role within the NBA. He he could be a solid star, Like Lou Williams could be a solid, solid starter. But coming off the bench is where they really thrive.
1: You know when there's someone you know you've forgotten? <laughs> I'm I'm just here like mm. trying to remember it and I can't. <laughs> But yeah, I think I'm not gonna lie, at the start of the season I really didn't think it was gonna I thought Six months of the Year was gonna be Kuzma. I'm actually really disappointed in that. Like Really? I, I did because I thought that they were gonna give him the freedom to because obviously he was a... how I many years? Even when LeBron got injured, it was him trying to lead the Lakers offense. I generally thought that when they pushed him to when they gave him that bench and gave him that, you know especially some experience around him, I thought he would Take the opportunity to you know actually blow off and take shots and you know be excited and probably like you know be in contention for this and really push it. But the way starting the season, I was like, never mind. And <laughs> the first fifteen games, I was like, actually, no, nah, I was wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's scoring sevens and eights. So I was like, okay, never mind. In
0: his, in his do, but Lakers have been like they've they've come they've they've made up for. a, kuzma's lack of production
1: but i can't they fought to they keep still him. they should they should expect they it from kuzma because they believed in him like mm-hmm. really they made the decision that they when they were giving up things for ad they made the decision that what everything they were going to give up they said <gasps> um, no they make they said lonzo can go but kuzma has to stay
0: it just it just reminds me of that picture of like it was um it was a game earlier in the year and like Jason Tatum dropped like 30 or 40 on the Lakers. Oh god. In in a win. And like there's a picture of him whispering in Kuzma's ear, and it was like someone tagged it like,
1: remember when people thought I was you were better than me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Even back then I just thought it was yeah, it's that's one of them like you look back and you're like, what if? <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. Like have the Lakers picked Taylor, like oof. all right. So that Sorry. gives us
0: our last one, which is the MVP race. And that one was won by Giannis last year. And do you want to start this one?
1: Uh you know what, Chris, you can start.
0: I... So um uh right, so I obviously I think I think Obviously, it should be Giannis for a repeat, okay? Um, he did it last year, and he's come back even better. Uh, he hasn't got a three-point shot, but he's, he's unstoppable and unguardable when attacking the basket. He's also setting up shots for his Bucks teammates. They're the best team in the league. He's the best defender. I will get on to stuff about that too. Um, we've talked about him in the Defensive Player of the Year candidate. He's putting up his best career stats as an individual, so better than last year. Um, um, Yeah, and he's doing—he's just dominating the league. There's not really much else I can say about Giannis that we already don't—that we don't already know. So I'm going with Giannis, and just to um, just to show you, only. So only two players have won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year uh, in the same season. And that's Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon. And only four players have won both Defensive Player of the Year and MVP award at any point. And that's Jordan, Olajuwon, uh, David Robertson, and Kevin Garnett. So if Giannis does that, if he wins it in the same year, then he is in good company. And if I am not mistaken, the year that Olajuwon... I've got to look this up. Olajuwon uh, MVP. Uh, What year did he win the MVP? Uh, right, so I was right. So the year that Michael Jordan won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year and al one won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, they both won the NBA Finals. They both won the championship. Um, so I'm predicting Giannis to be the first one to not to do that. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> oh, God. Uh, so, fun, fun. Um, yeah, so just a few stats there when I I just want, like, the thought just literally occurred to me that like I picked him for Defensive Player of the Year. Like, how often has that happened? Because I know LeBron was, I know LeBron back in 2014, no, 2012, 13 was like touted to do that, but that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, Giannis has a chance of doing it. So do you have a different pick or?
1: See, for me, it's actually really tough.
0: It's tough. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's tough, but I don't see how it's no. not Giannis.
1: But you see, for me, it's I, it's, it's tough because in my mind, like, I don't know, it's it, if it's purely based on stats, then Giannis mm-hmm. will win the MVP. Whereas mm-hmm. when you look at the matchups and the games a season...
0: Oh, well, I don't know. If I, it's purely based on stats, there's another
1: player I want to talk about. But I think I, but I, think I lean... I think I lean towards LeBron, but my problem with it is he was going on. So it's, it's, I said, I want, I want to say LeBron. And for me, like if either of them win it, there's no complaints. Like I understand, Mm -hmm. but I think the way, so the way the season ended and obviously, obviously everything's ended from March 11th, LeBron for me had just started that, you know, Basically, it's like that run where, in my mind, he didn't really. He was trying to go for the first in the um, in you know, first overall, and you know, he mm-hmm. beat the books, beating the Clippers, mm-hmm. and in them games, he 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 guarded Kawhi and then guarded Giannis, and it was proven a point that he can do this. I feel like, had the season continued, mm-hmm. I feel like he probably would have been more like he'd been more likely to win the mvp i feel like
0: oh yeah i thought like, he was in his like i said earlier he was making that
1: run he felt like he was on the road like he was doing that last like i think he was going for that recency where like okay my last 15 games we're just gonna like, I that's where everything clicked the only the only reason that like like i'm one of the biggest lebron fans i would love to just come out and say look he definitely is be honest had an incredible season and obviously all the stats show it and you know The only reason I think I... The only reason I probably may lean more towards Giannis than LeBron is mostly because LeBron has AD. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the the big, like, thing for me. Like, I feel like it affects it both ways for me. So in terms of the stats-wise, I feel like LeBron could have put up more points, could have done this, but he has been trying to facilitate... But he's not needed to. Oh, he's got got the high...
0: He's a high assist leader.
1: That's that's five, worth mentioning. Seven. Yeah, so he's oh assist leader, assist leader in the league, and obviously he's doing that like as a was. We don't know what his role is. Is it like the point forward? He's trying to run, but yeah, like, point it's the yeah. LeBron role? He's LeBron. He, give me the ball and I'll do anything. But so, I feel like it works both ways for him. Had he needed to, <laughs> his stats could have been matching up there. Like he could have hit these points, but he has spent the whole time, make sure, you know, AD gets the ball, make sure like, and that's where it becomes difficult. Like does AD, does AD being there and being such a great player, like top five, top 10, like currently playing, does that make it, does that mean that LeBron isn't the MVP? Like would they have won without him? Mm. And I think that's where, like the thing that's a question I've like, I keep asking myself, is it like when you take Giannis out of the box, do they win as many games? But then you have to like. Good lord, no! I and mean, you look at it, but then you have to look at the fact that obviously they're on the east. You look at the fact that you know, mm-hmm. LeBron's your CIS leader, and you know, I think it's one. It's, it's it's a tough race. I feel like, I feel like it should go to Giannis. Yeah, yeah but I feel like wanted it to go to LeBron. I remote.
0: wanted it to go. I kind of wanted like if. I wanted it to go to LeBron, and especially if the season carried on, I reckon it, it would have. He would have made it that conversation a
1: lot harder. I feel, I feel like, yeah, I feel like for me, it's it's a weird balance. Like, I it's one of them that like I can see either of them getting it. I, I'm sure LeBron would rather have the Finals MVP and a championship win than having another MVP. When you look at it in in realism, like I'm not sure how many. I can't remember how many MVPs LeBron has actually won over his career. But it's nowhere near enough as he should have won. Two with Cavs, two with Miami. Yeah, so this, it's nowhere, the amount of MVPs LeBron has won is nowhere near the amount that he should have won. No. He has always been hampered by the fact that he's expected to be great. So when he does great things, no one really even looks at them as great. No, no that's, think, that's, that's a good point, yeah. So for me, I'm sure at this point, the MVP will probably mean a lot more to Giannis than it will to LeBron. Like, like I feel like LeBron, is, when LeBron was the best in the league by a long way, he still wasn't winning MVPs because we expected him to be great. So when he did great things, we called it an average season and gave it to someone else. I feel like I don't want that for you. I, I think that's probably where my problem is. I don't want that for Giannis. I don't want, I don't want Giannis not to win the MVP. What is it, what's
0: it called? Voter fatigue?
1: Yeah. So where you, like,
0: which is why Harden really isn't in the conversation. But I wouldn't really say Harden is in I the think, conversation. I think the either. reason
1: Harden isn't in the conversation is purely because people look at Harden and say, he's a great scorer, but is he the best player? And I feel like...
0: And he's already had his MVP for that.
1: Yeah, I think he had like that MVP. Russell
0: Westbrook won his MVP for his triple-double things. And yeah. he, he did it this, this season after, and no one cared. So... Well, I seen
1: when you do it the first time, everyone's like, "Whoa, look at what he's doing! It's amazing." When you do it the second yeah, time, but there's no results because they were still what sixth in the West. Great. So that's the thing with Harden and Westbrook that has always bothered me. They can do incredible individual they can things, produce, but they, they can they, do incredible yeah. individual things, and in the long term, it means nothing
0: because
1: mm. okay, because so they don't win games. In the, because they don't win games and they don't win the title. Like Harden has had, Harden has had two or three years where the team's been built around him to win it, and he hasn't. And people look at him and say, "If you were really that guy, when you were given half of the, that little half chance, like he's been given, he's been given little half chances to just seize the game, and when you don't do it in the game sevens it makes it less impressive when you do it against the Knicks, like, oh, mm-hmm. and that's and that's the thing for the people like look at it and they discredit him something. So like he'll drop 50 and a comment will be like, oh, but he can't win the title or he can't win the finals. And it mm-hmm. instantly discredits everything he does, even though it's still amazing. I'm not sure that when, when he retires and you look at his like highlight package, everyone's gonna be like, wow, what a player he was. But right now you look at him and say, where's the results? And yeah. it's the same thing for Westbrook. Like, you average a triple-double in a season. And people could only think about the fact that you were still chasing rebounds, trying to get to that triple-double, while your team was still mm-hmm. losing and you didn't go anywhere.
0: Like, what speaking matters of, Speaking of triple-doubles, so there is one person I want to mention in this um, in this conversation as well, other than Giannis and LeBron, and that's Luka Doncic, who's only in his second year, and he's averaging almost uh, 29 points. Just over nine rebounds and nearly nine assists a game. Isn't it almost averaging a triple double in his second year in the league? And, yeah. like, but the, the the thing is, obviously, the Mavericks haven't had as much wins. Um, that a lot of people are probably thinking Luke is going to have his time to win his MVPs. Um, it's, but I think it's worth mentioning his numbers speak for yeah, himself I think, think Doncic is incredible I and mean, he's had a great, season. It's a great season. he's one of the mo- he's one of the most fun players to watch he's one of the mo- yeah. he's one of the yeah fun, really fun players to watch and he's worth mentioning in this MVP I think he'll come third I I reckon yeah
1: I think I mean and I think he'd really deserve it to be honest I think <laughs> he deserves deserve third place sure. yeah I think mean, there were a lot of so like one of the players I was looking at and I was like Obviously, I think you got Luca, you've also got LeBron. Like, obviously, Jason Harden's doing well, but then you've got, I think, what Chris Paul's done in OKC has been great. That's, yeah, that is an you amazing like, thing. I feel like he's someone who he's not going to win it, but he definitely deserves it, to be maybe on the shortlist. Like, he deserves it, to be recognized for what he's done this season because he's like, like he's been, 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 he was yeah. traded away, and then it was, people were like, oh, why don't you just trade Chris Paul? Like, everyone thought OKC was just going to trade him away. And then mm-hmm. find the yeah, first yeah. and then just tank the season. But he has gone there, and he's kept them competitive. He's kept them competitive. They're,
0: they're, they're in six. They're six. They They're like
1: a in the team right now than they did with Russ, and that's saying yeah. a lot because Russell Westbrook was in demon mode when he was there. Like he was looking like a fiend, doing everything. Whereas because Pauls kind of stuck back, and he's let other people get the shots, and he's. He's been a great player. And then, obviously, the other thing I was thinking of is, like, as I said earlier, and like, I feel like if Anthony Davis wasn't with LeBron, he'd be higher in these MVP conversations. Purely. Yeah.
0: I remember at the beginning of the year, like, they were thinking AD could be, like, really be the MVP.
1: Oh, yeah. Because LeBron did say he'd always be the first option. And like, the thing is, when you look at it, I think he's probably, like, if you look at defensive player of the year, he may be top three, top five, maybe in terms of Mm -hmm. this year, like he's probably going to be in that race. And you look at like his points per games, the way he's dominating games, the way he's played, his team's record. Like if you look at all these things, like the only reason he won't, the only reason he's not going to be in contention for it is purely because when people look at the Lakers, they're going to think of LeBron. And that's, that's probably the only reason if he does send a different team, he's probably third.
0: Yeah, well, I've just looked at the PER, the player efficiency rating, and obviously at the top you got Giannis, who's at eight, nearly thirty, nearly thirty-two, and I just want to just compare that to all-time PERs because I believe that would be a record.
1: I think it is. I think
0: it's a um, of- yeah. So in terms of yeah, so in terms of career, like Le- Michael Jordan and LeBron are at the top with like 27 and a half. Um, I just want to get like just in a season because um, I honestly uh, – all NBA in a season because I just want to see that. So, yeah, Michael Jordan with 31.63. Walt Chamberlain with 31.63 and Giannis with the Oh, sorry. No. That that's fifth. They started at number five for some reason. Okay. Um where are they? Come on. Give me give me one on one. No. Oh, I can't find it. Right. I would save it for another time. Right. But he is absolutely rinsing the uh, The current other players, no one else is above thirty. I think second is uh, second is James Harden, and then yeah, you got the usual suspects. LeBron isn't there. LeBron is seventh when it comes to per. Yeah, but I think it's
1: what I'm. Ah,
0: here it is. Giannis would have um thirty one point six three, which is a good for seventh. Um, Wilt Chamberlain has number one and two. At 31.82 and 31.7 as I four. expect, and LeBron Michael Jordan third, LeBron fourth, Michael Jordan fifth, Will sixth again. Will Chamberlain, oh, we'll talk about him at some point. Uh, but yeah, my god, the Giannis, Giannis would have a greater PER than Steph Curry did in his unanimous MVP season.
1: So I think it's one of them, right? Like, yeah. I think it's really going to come down to it's going to come down to Giannis's you know, domination, especially in defense, compared to LeBron's oh, yeah. break. It's going to oh. And I think either way, like, either way you go, there's not a wrong answer there. Like, if everyone votes for LeBron, everyone votes for LeBron. If everyone votes for Giannis, they vote for Giannis. It's just, I don't, especially this MVP, because of the fact mm-hmm. it's a short season, this is going to be one of them where I feel like Giannis is having that, like Giannis is having a storied season. And it's gonna be one of them where to look back. But reality, if he doesn't win the championship, like basically if he wins his championship, this goes down as probably one of the greatest seasons. Like, yeah, you're gonna look at all these stats look despite, despite PL, what's
0: gone on, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're gonna look things, you'll say now, he did this, this, and this. Then we went away for three months, came back and he did this, this, and this. And you'll have to, yeah, you'll have to be at the same level in the playoffs. And you probably say, if he wins a title, you'll say, wow, look at the box. Look at Giannis. What a player. Like, this is his season. If he doesn't win, he, may, he might go down that road of, well, he did all of that in the regular season when it came to the seven games. And I think that's where the real questions are. Like, I feel like people think that they, over a seven game series, especially I feel like the Clippers, the Lakers, I feel like they think they get the box in the finals. They'll beat the Bucks. Mm-hmm. because I feel like therefore, like I feel like people may let they may let Yannis run wild in the regular season. Well, I've, that... I've
0: told you why I don't think why I don't think Milwaukee Bucks will win. It has nothing to do with how honest as a player. It has everything to do with the team and the system. Yeah,
1: I think. Last thing, I just think like I think
0: Eric Bledsoe is a such a huge X factor.
1: Yeah, Such so, a huge
0: so, factor. He's going to be make or break. He's going to be the he, player to make or break
1: it. I don't like that. So I don't like that when a team's like, I don't know that when a team's doing well, the focus can be on one player. I don't want a team's doing badly. Like, if Giannis play, if Giannis has his career games, mm-hmm. sixty points in every game in the playoffs, he can still lose. <laughs> and, oh and, yeah. And I think like. And we saw it with LeBron in a couple of seasons ago when he dragged he dragged the Cavs team that I honestly thought were dead weight. And every time in the first round against the Pacers, I thought there's no way they're gonna beat them because Oladipo and their man were just hey, going off. And
0: then that Toronto then, series it, where everyone just
1: was it Celtics yes. first? Toronto. They went to Toronto one? It was Toronto. It was Toronto it was first, which Celtics. LeBron. Two. And then they went to yeah. Celtics. That, I was like, "There's no way they beat the Celtics." That game seven, And the, Cel- the Celtics themselves
0: were like... It was that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown team without yeah, Kyrie. Scary,
1: Terry,
0: scary. Terry, and, like, and, like, they were just surrounded. But LeBron still
1: and been, managed to be... It was a seven-game and, series. I know, and it was tight, but, like, it seemed impossible. And, like, you do all that, but then you got swept to the finals. And, and they almost it. won game one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay,
0: right. I think... Yeah, so we'll just quickly go over our predictions for the awards. So we had Coach of the Year. Mine was Nick Nurse. And yours was? Vogel. Frank Vogel. Uh, Most Improved, I went Bam Adebayo. You yeah, went? Brandon Ingram. Ingram. Uh, Brandon Ingram. I, For Defensive Player of the Year, I went Giannis. You went? Yes. Giannis. Giannis. Um, Rookie of the Year, I went Ja Morant. You went? John Morant. Sixth man of the year. I went. Louis he Louis has Louis.
1: a song. Drake has a song that's called Sixth Man. Sixth Man. Lou Will. Like, he... Sorry. Yeah, Lou <laughs> Will.
0: Will. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and MVP, which is Giannis. And I'm still like. Are You're you beating around the bush. Just say a, like... say a Go player.
1: Say a player. No. Not that <laughs> one. Um, I, I'm gonna go LeBron. Like, okay, fair enough. All right, I can respect when I'm, that. You no, know, i wrong. gonna okay. remind me, but uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine.
0: It's different. We've we've agreed on quite a few of them. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in to the uh timeout podcast. Um, let us know how you think. I guess.
1: Yeah, let us know how you think. Let us know. Good, bad, how you the ugly. Think. Let us know let us how know. you think. No, and, don't then, tell think. I and don't... then tell us. And okay. then tell us. And then tell us what me. you're thinking. No, no, tell CJ how you how you think or what you don't tell me. I don't want to know.
0: Please tell no. me. No. I have no idea how to do it. Everything I do is just improvised. I don't want on to. the spot. This this podcast went from me planning four hours in the week
1: to... Okay hi okay. davian there's no one hi there's no davian one, there's no one listening anymore at this point because they probably turned off thinking it's an outro this man used to do like five of notes with a word document and i used to get a documented list of two pages of what we we're going to talk about and i'd have to do no research now i don't even know what the podcast is going to be before you man know when you find out i, find I don't out. You understand I, well. I literally decided what the main story was five minutes before this i announced it me, on this, this podcast man, this man had me lame out the awards <laughs> as a test just so he had time yeah. to find stats do you know that i don't get time <laughs> To find facts, I don't know what we're gonna talk about. So I just have well, to work on I out. think
0: you need to you need to try and get me talking so you can do
1: that. <laughs> like I, I never I forget to Google stuff. Manage your time, improvise better. Anyway, thank you guys. I'm just too busy trying to shit on the Philly Philadelphia. I didn't shit on them enough this episode. I forgot. Fuck. MVP draw when- and
0: No, it was Ben Simmons for you because you were saying he's hitting them threes. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.